are you ready for the end of the world? This is your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit. We're coming at you as usual from 10 to 10.30 a.m. on WDBX Carbondale 91.1 FM, community radio for Southern Illinois. And uh, my name is Tree Song. I'll be your waiter today. <laughs> Not your waiter, your host. Uh, we've got a pretty good show lined up for you. Um, first, I'd like to start, though, by thanking everyone who came out to the WDBX Ball. Um, that was a really good time. I, I, I had missed it last year and gone the year before, so I was excited to get back to one of the balls. And guess what? It was a ball. <laughs> it was a blast. It was a fun time. So thank you, everyone, who... Uh, who made it happen, and thank you everyone who attended, and thank you to all the other DJs and staff at this station who make WDBX a reality. Uh, see, seeing all of us gathered together there celebrating, uh, it gave me pause to give thanks for the fact that we have community radio here in Southern Illinois, which a lot of places don't. So today on Your Community Spirit, as you may have noticed, or is not here, uh, he is off on one of his many adventures, um, I believe of a solar nature as usual. Um, he should be back soon, though. In the meantime, we've got plenty of happenings and news to keep us busy for probably five or ten hours, but we'll, we'll try to keep it down to a half hour so that all the other good DJs out here can <laughs> get, get here and do their shows in a timely manner. So our first happening for the day is uh, Cornell West. Um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Cornell West, but whether you're already aware of him or not, he's coming to town today. And I am very excited about uh, this, this speaking event and this speaker, so I'm going to you know, say a lot about him and who he is in case you're not familiar. Well, you can go to www.cornellwest.com to uh, visit his website if you want. That's C-O-R-N-E-L-W-E-S-T dot com. And let me read a little bit of a bio here. One of America's most provocative public intellectuals, Cornell West has been a champion for racial justice since childhood. His writing, speaking, and teaching weave together the traditions of the Black Baptist Church, progressive politics, and jazz. The New York Times has praised his, quote, ferocious moral vision. Currently a professor at Princeton University, he burst onto the national scene in 1993 with his best-selling book, Race Matters a searing analysis of racism in American democracy. Race Matters has become a contemporary classic, selling more than a half million copies to date. In addition, West has published 18 other books and has edited 13 texts and has received more than 20 honorary degrees. <laughs> uh, that's pretty impressive. You know, some people, if they, if they do something exciting, they get one honorary degree. You know, oh, here you go. You've accomplished a lot. Here's one. Well, he got 20. <laughs> He's been a busy man. Uh, in his book, Democracy Matters, West analyzes the arrested development of democracy, both in America and in the crisis-ridden Middle East. In his latest book, Hope on a Tightrope, he offers courageous commentary on issues that affect the lives of all Americans. Themes include race, leadership, faith, family, philosophy, and love and service. He also has produced three albums, his latest CD, 
Never forget, A Journey of Revelations is a collection of socially conscious music featuring collaborations with Prince, Outkast, Jill Scott, uh, Talib Kual, and KRS-One. Uh, West also offers commentary weekly on the Tavis Smiley Show from PRI. Um, and this, I like this little tidbit too. West was influential force in developing the storyline for the popular Matrix movie trilogy, which we've talked about a couple times on this radio show. <laughs> and has several, he has served as its official spokesperson, as well as playing a recurring role in the final two films. So, he's, he's coming, guess what, he's coming to uh, Carbondale, Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, he's coming tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Shryock Auditorium, and I know what you may be thinking. You've heard all these amazing details about this man. You're thinking, oh, it's probably going to be $20 tickets, $50 tickets. I'll never get in. But, uh, but it's apparently free tickets. You know, every, everyone, the general public, can come and hear him speak. And uh, because of that, I would highly advise uh, getting there in a timely manner to ensure that you get a good seat and a seat at all. But uh, my, my schedule has recently cleared up, so I'll be there. And hopefully I'll see you there, too. Can you hear the heartbeats of the earth? Can you hear the heartbeats of the earth? The rhythm comes and the rhythm goes. The river ebbs and the river flows. Can you hear the heartbeats of the earth? Alright, time for some more happenings. This next one, Stepping Back from Torture, Reclaiming Our Conscience, a community forum on the 100-day campaign to close Guantanamo and end torture. Uh, this event is coming up on Wednesday, February 25th at 7 p.m., at the Carbondale Civic Center. That's at 200 South Illinois Avenue here in Carbondale. Featured speaker is Ed Yonka, uh, Illinois ACLU Communications Director. There will also be a lot of additional presenters. Uh, Rich Whitney from the Shawnee Green Party. Uh, Paula Bradshaw from Big Money News Radio right here on uh, WDBX on Wednesday mornings. Uh, Georgianne Hartzog from the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois. And this, this will be a forum with topics that include what's wrong with torture and the military commission system, historical perspectives on torture, what still needs to be done post-Obama executive order, and the progress of the 100 Days campaign. A question and answer session will follow the presentation. The event is free and the public is encouraged to attend. Uh, that's sponsored by the Southern Illinois ACLU, the Shawnee Green Party, and the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois. So uh, if you are not a big fan of torture, which I'm not a big fan of torture, uh, if you want to find out more information, you can attend that event and find out what the latest news is and what you can do about it.
All right, we've got a couple more happenings lined up here. Um, uh, I jumped out of chronological order with them, but that's okay. Uh, the International Buffet. Uh, coming back to today, there's an International Buffet today at the Renaissance Room at the SIU Student Center from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, and I remembered to mention this event because Ora was talking about how excited about uh, it he usually is, but he's out of town right now. <laughs> so they're going to have all that nice, wonderful international food there, and Ora's not going to be there to eat it all, so... Uh, they they may need some assistance in that. Uh, so if you like that, Renaissance Room, 5 to 7 p.m. on the SIU campus in Carbondale. And then following that, they're having the cult International Cultural Show in the ballrooms from 7 to 9 p.m. So a very exciting international evening happening over at the university. another happening we just mentioned the matrix uh, and there's actually a matrix showing the matrix film and discussion led by r michael fisher uh, is coming up uh tonight at the carbondale unitarian fellowship at 7:15 p.m there will be a follow-up lecture and discussion on matrix trilogy with fisher on wednesday march 11th at 2 p.m so i i like discussing the ideas related to the matrix and uh every once in a while i watch it again uh so that's going on. Should be a good time. Can you hear the heartbeats of the earth? Can you hear the heartbeats of the earth? The rhythm comes and the rhythm goes. The rhythm ebbs and the rhythm flows. All right, in other happenings, Taxi to the Dark Side. Rich Whitney will present the second half of this documentary and discussion on torture at the Open Minds on uh, Sunday, February 22nd, that's this coming Sunday, at the Unitarian Fellowship at 8.30 a.m. And the Open Minds is an ongoing uh, discussion series, and he uh, last week did the first part of that. So the exciting conclusion, Taxi to the Dark Side. Because the more we know about these issues, the more we can do to address them and, and stop the bad things that are going on. Rhythm comes and the rhythm goes. Rhythm 
All right, let's do one more happening here. Greed, the economy, and religion. This is the latest in the series of Ralph Anderson Interfaith Dialogues. Uh, they will be discussing this time what the major religions have to contribute to these difficult economic times in terms of ethical perspective and compassion. Uh, that's coming up at the First Christian Church here in Carbondale at 306 West Monroe Street uh, at uh, 7.30 p.m. on Monday, March 2nd. Uh, so if you're wondering about these economic times, which many of us are, and wondering what to do about them, it sounds like it's going to be a, a interesting, diverse, in-depth discussion of spiritual perspectives on the issue. like we've taken up most of the show with happenings because people you know if you send us these events they happen so that's why they call them happenings uh people have been very kind and uh proactive in sending us their happenings this week if you'd like to send us happenings about your community events so that we can announce them here on wdbx uh for all of southern illinois and and to a degree the world to hear uh you can send them to me my email address is treesong at treesong.org it helps if you put the word radio uh, in, in bold letters in the title of the email, because then it'll jump out at me and I'll say, oh, I've got to bring this to the radio show. Uh, so we like hearing about your happenings, and we like helping to make them happen by mentioning them on the air. So uh, before we get to any news, we might have time for one or two quick headlines, but um, I wanted to mention we said last week that we would respond to a letter that someone sent in, and uh, so I wanted to get to that, because we like to be people of our words. We sometimes forget about things, but we do our best. So we, ha we received a letter from uh, someone named Chris here in uh, Carbondale, um, and their question was about flat-screen TVs. Uh, they were wondering if flat screen TVs or, you know, regular TVs consume more energy and we're more uh, ecologically destructive. <laughs> so it's a very good question, and since uh, flat screen TVs are becoming ever more popular, we thought we'd devote a minute or two to the topic. And it turns out it's not an entirely simple question. Um, there, uh, I do have a basic outcome in my perspective on the issue, but um, there are a few things to consider. Uh, one... The one point that we discovered is that 
the people who sell flat screen TVs point out that there is a size difference. So <laughs> they they do consume more energy, but in terms of consuming more energy per pixel, we'll say uh, it's debatable which ones consume more. Um, so the the main difference to keep in mind, though, is the difference between plasma TVs and LCD TVs. Uh, plasma TVs go from about 42 inches to uh, a bazillion inches wide, <laughs> and LCDs tend to be a little bit smaller, but uh, almost as big. And they uh, there is a difference in the energy consumption of the two. Plasma TVs tend to consume uh, uh, significantly more. We've got some statistics here. Uh, uh, the old-style TVs, the cathode ray TVs, tend to produce uh, about 100 kilograms of climate warming CO2 per year, while larger plasma screens, there are no small plasma TVs, <laughs> pump out about 400 kilograms of uh, CO2 per year. But the LCD are a little bit less than that. They tend to be closer to the cathode ray tubes, which are the old tubes that, you know, uh, existed before such fancy digital things as LCD screens and plasma TVs. But even this, uh, even this perspective is debated a little bit. Uh, Philips, who makes uh, cathode ray tubes, LCD, and plasma televisions, so they've got a stake in each of the three industries, they reject the broad assumption that plasma screens are inherently more power-hungry. A spokesperson said there was no clear, standardized, consensus on energy use, uh, but in terms of who gets grumbled about the most, uh, it does tend to be the plasma TVs, so, uh, so there are no simple answers to this issue, but from what I can tell, what research I've done, it seems like uh, plasma TVs are the most energy hungry, and then LCD uh, and cathode ray are similar to each other. Now, because the, ca because the LCD screens are bigger, than the cathode ray tube screens. They may actually consume a little more energy, and it does vary significantly from model to model. So the best thing that you can do if you are looking into TVs is to, um, to ask wherever you're buying them from, well, how much energy does this use? <laughs> Which is a good question to ask for any appliance that you're buying of an electrical nature. So I'm sure once Orr gets back into town, he'll have a few more thoughts on the issue and uh, comment on things I missed since he's actually uh, a a professional in the energy efficiency industry, and I'm a armchair energy efficiency uh, enthusiast. <laughs> but in the meantime, that's the information we have. So thank you, Chris, for sending out that letter. It's an important issue for us to explore, since so many people watch TV, for better or worse. And if you have any any similar questions, you can direct us to, them to us at treesong at treesong.org, and we'll do our best to Compliant to get you some more information. We're actually almost out of time, but I did want to at least get to a couple of the headlines for the day, um, because there <laughs> there is plenty going on here in uh, Carbondale in southern Illinois, but believe it or not, even when things are busy here, 
uh, the world outside of Southern Illinois continues to spin. <laughs> so, few headlines. Uh, red hot climate. China says it's willing to work with the U.S. on climate change. China said Thursday it was willing to work with the United States on addressing climate change, saying such efforts were vital to fighting global warming. Quote, strengthening cooperation on climate change is in the interest of the two countries and conducive to our two nations contributing to international climate change cooperation, said Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Yang Yu. So, two of the biggest uh, contributors to global warming discussing climate change. In other news, touched for the very first time, activists slam finished paper for making... Uh, oh, <laughs> I completely botched that, sorry. Activists slam finished paper maker for logging virgin forests. So I suppose I should signal, like a virgin, touched for the very first time. I don't know how much you like my singing, but I can't resist sometimes. With these pun headlines they give us. Uh, so... Activists are slamming a Finnish papermaker for logging a virgin forest. Environmental groups this week blasted Finnish papermakers Stora and So for logging old-growth forests in northern Finland, insisting the unique trees should be protected. Environmental groups Greenpeace, uh, Suomen... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I won't... I respect the Finnish language, and I won't do it injustice by trying to pronounce the name of this environmental group. We'll call them SL and LL. They said that they have found some trees that are more than 300 years old that had been logged by Finnish Lapland in the north of the country and shipped to Stora and So's pulp mill in Oulu. Uh, the log forests, also known as old growth forests or ancient woodlands, are owned by the Finnish state. So it's similar to issues we run into here in the U.S. of public lands being logged for private profits. Just quite unfortunate. In other news, biofueling climate change. Biofuels may speed up, not slow global warming, according to a study. The use of crop-based biofuels could speed up rather than slow down global warming by fueling the destruction of rainforests, scientists warned uh, this week. So we've, we've talked about that on the show before. Uh, sometimes we read stories of people who are trying to tout the ecological benefits of biofuels. But, you know, when you're, uh, when you're burning all of that plant matter, it still does lead to greenhouse effect. And one more, uh, UNEP gives food for thought. The UN unveils ambitious green food program. Uh, the United Nations Environment Program has unveiled an ambitious seven-point plan to feed the world without polluting it further by making better use of resources and cutting down on massive waste. Sounds like a good plan. So uh, that's a little bit beyond what we have time for here at Your Community Spirit. Um, you can email news or happenings to me at treesong at treesong.org. Uh, in the meantime, we've got a clear way for the next show. And uh, thank you for joining us. I, it, it is still a little chilly out there, but it is nice and incredibly sunny. So uh, you can go out there and recharge your solar batteries. And I hope you enjoy the sunny day. 